Mr. K24 Radio, oh yeah. <laughs> Here I go again. <laughs> Okie dokie, honky dory, holy moly, what's going on? It's Mr. K24 Radio, y'all. I want to say very good morning to you. Lovely Sunday morning, right here in Benin City, a state, South, South Nigeria, somewhere in West Africa. What's my name? My name is Mr. K, but folks call me the Cool K. I can assure you the delight is all mine when you stop by to check out my podcast. It's always a massive, super-duper pleasure for me whenever you stop by to listen to the podcast that I'm making. Once again, my name is Mr. K, but folks call me the Cool K. So... I'm pretty much going to be thinking out loud on Chit Chat News Update. I'm going to be bringing you news making stories, deliver them to you in a very chatty tone. So that's pretty much what's on offer on Mr. K24 Radio. Okay. A federal high court sitting in Abuja has on Saturday dismissed the alleged certificate forgery suit filed against the state governor Godwin Obaseki. Justice Ahmed Mohammed delivered the judgment of a suit filed by the All Progressives Congress Party, APC, and a chieftain of the party, Williams Adobo, against the governor. The APC and Adobo had filed the suit, alleging that Governor Basaki presented a fake certificate to seek re-election in the Adobo state governorship election on September 19, 2020. Justice Mohammed Hadman delivered the judgment of a suit filed by the All Progressives Congress Party and a chieftain of the party, Williams Adobo, against the governor. Now, there we go. The APC and Adobo had filed the suit alleging that Governor Basaki presented a fake certificate to seek re-election in the Adobo state governorship election. The court dismissed the case. According to the plaintiffs, the said document was reportedly issued by the University of Ibado, while the governor presented the same to the Independent National Electoral Commission, INEC, which conducted the poll. Before Justice Mohammed delivered the judgment in the suit, counsels to both parties in the matter had closed their cases after they presented witnesses and evidence to the court. The court dismissed the case, insisting that the Deputy Registrar Legal of the University of Ibadan had given evidence in the suit that the university duly issued the certificate of Mr. Godwin Obaseke. Godwin Obaseke was duly and properly admitted to study classics and later renamed Classical Studies in 1976 graduated in 1979. Now the court concludes that the plaintiffs failed to prove their allegations of forgery against Obasake and there is no other as to cost. Wow, that's pretty much interesting, isn't it? If you recall a couple of days ago on this particular show, Chit Chat News Update on Mr. K24 Radio, you know, the story was, was dropped in one of the podcasts. Okay, and you know the big deal about this case is what a lot of folks are not understanding why the APC is intent 
on using this route to try as much as possible to see how they can, you know, kind of like wrench power uh, from Godwin Obaseki as the duly elected governor of Edo State. Now, I'm hearing that the party is gearing up for a further appeal to the Supreme Court of the Federal Republic of Nigeria. But the big questions, as far as I'm concerned, have been answered in this particular case. It is not going to look too different at the end of the day the way the Supreme Court is going to rule about this matter. But let's just keep our fingers crossed. Who knows what's going to happen? You know what they say about the law, don't you? <laughs> they say it's an axe. It can swing either way. Enough of that. Let's talk about other issues like the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, two arrested for allegedly issuing fake COVID-19 results. I guess you're thinking, how can that happen? Two suspects have been arrested in Lagos State for their alleged involvement in the issuance of fake COVID-19 results. Director General of the Nigerian Institute of Medical Research, NMR, uh, Professor Babatunde Salako made their announcement on Friday. A report monitored on Aleda.com, the Lagos State Conventional for Health, Professor Akin Abayomi, raised an alarm that international travelers are gaining access to fake COVID-19 test results in the state. Speaking at the press conference, Professor Salako said the suspects who were issuing the fake results in the name of the institute are now in the police custody. He said, on December 29, 2020, TVC Communications aired the news uh, entitled how officials issue fake COVID-19 results without tests in Nigeria, wherein it alleged sharp practices at our testing sites. Horrible thing, isn't it? This is Nigeria. As an institute with an unblemished reputation whose vision is to promote uh, national health and development, it raises a serious concern that our efforts have been sabotaged. We immediately set up an investigative committee headed by Professor Stella Smith to come up with facts on the truism or otherwise of the allegation. A thorough investigation by the committee revealed that two individuals who had neither staff nor agents of NIMR are behind the issuance of the fake results without testing. The suspects, namely Enoch Basian and Faison Dinra, were caught in the act while trying to do COVID-19 tests for one of our staff, interestingly, who acted as a patient at the front of a bank at a solo. Now, the suspects are currently at um, the Aswani police station and will face the law absolutely. You cannot believe what people would do to get money in this country. Now, events like this remind me of, um, you know, President Buhari's um, inauguration speech where he said, if we don't kill corruption, corruption will kill Nigeria. Unfortunately, he hasn't done much either since he became the president of the country uh, to wipe out, wipe out corruption. Corruption is up and running is an industry and of course it supersedes a lot of other industries if you look at the way it functions in Nigeria. Okay, still talking COVID-19 matters. 
We got a whole bunch more stories coming from Mozambique bars entry from South Africa in a tit for tat, a reciprocal measure. Mozambique has since Thursday been barring travelers from South Africa with a South African COVID-19 rapid test result from entering national territory. South African authorities have refused since the beginning of the week to allow Mozambican citizens with rapid tests to enter their country, demanding there allegedly a more credible PCR test carried out in laboratories. The provincial director of health in Maputo, Yolanda Dos Santos, appeals to Mozambicans intending to travel to South Africa not to do so without a PCR test, as they will not be able to cross the border. Movement at Rezano Garcia started to flow with a relative normality on Thursday after a five-day ordeal of thousands of travelers, including minors, tourists, patients, and of course students. Minister of Health Amindo Tiago gave the assurances that the sector was investigating the origin of the COVID-19 fake test among travelers in order to determine whether health sector employees were involved in their origin and the guide responses the National Criminal Investigation Service says that investigations we are producing encouraging results and the force will name anybody responsible for the sale of fake COVID-19 test results as soon as possible. <laughs> so it's not just Nigeria that is in it. <laughs> you won't believe this. Boy, fake COVID-19 results. How cruel can some people be? Pretty sad, isn't it? All right, let's snap right out of that to something else. Boeing passenger aircraft vanishes overseas after takeoff from Indonesia. Mm. Big deal, absolutely big deal right there. It's it's unbelievable. Sriya Air flight, a Boeing co-passenger aircraft with 62 people aboard, is missing after losing contact with Indonesia's aviation authorities shortly after takeoff from Jakarta, the country's capital. According to flight radar 24 data, the Sriya Air flight SJ182 was scheduled to depart from the nation's capital to Pontianak on the island of Borneo at about 1.40 p.m. local time. The data tracks the plane plunging from 10,900 feet in altitude to 250 feet before it dropped off the radar. The 26-year-old 737 actually older, you know, much older model than the 737 Max that was grounded for 20 months in 2019 after the two fatal crashes including a Lion Air disaster that killed 189 people in 2018. Indonesian authorities disclosed that they have sent a search vessel from Jakarta to the plane's last known location in the Java Sea. First responders were also deployed to, to the site to aid potential survivors, local TV reported. Local media also reported that the flight SJ-182 had 56 passengers on board, including seven children and three infants, along with two pilots and four cabin crew. The plane's last contact was at 2.40 p.m. according to Adita Irawati, a spokeswoman for the Transport Ministry. 
that is actually bewildering if you ask me i mean i i don't i don't get it it's such a sad development lives are feared dead already the whereabouts of the aircraft is unknown my heart goes out to the family and friends of those who were aboard that flight i hope it all comes out well okay let's get to a bizarre story right here Sex workers say defunding Pornhub puts their livelihoods at risk. Credit card giants Visa, Mastercard and Discover have blocked all payments to Pornhub after the adult site was accused of being infested with child abuse and rape-related videos. However, sex workers are saying that the sudden decision has put their livelihoods at risk and will not solve the problem of illegal content. Adult performer Mary Booty has started a campaign to raise awareness on the consequences for performers like her. I personally stand to lose thousands each month, but I want to spotlight the many workers who will be losing the income they rely on for survival, especially during the pandemic, she said. A New York Times article by Nicholas Christoph highlighted the presence of illegal content on Pornhub. He called on banks and credit card companies to suspend cooperation with the site. As a consequence, the article prompted card companies to carry out their own investigations and eventually block payments to the site. There's not a lot of you can do about it. There's not a lot you can do about it, which makes you feel really helpless. Uh, friends who are considering leaving the business as a whole. Just because Pornhub has was such a big source of income to them, interesting. Now Pornhub, you know, it's um, a major porn site on the internet. Uh, they have all sorts of um, sex videos on it. Yes, if you go through their content, you would discover that some of the videos are not quite right. And um, I think it's a step in the right direction to try to sanitize their operation and ensure that um, you know some of those horrible videos are not put there anymore i mean you you see kids you know with a hair hairstyle that makes them look you know you know grown grown up makes makes them look like adults and um, you know some big guy a couple of big guys are having sex with her on camera you know that's the way to do it i've always felt bad about some of those videos that I have seen on that particular site. Please, don't take this to the bank. Don't say I'm trying to encourage anyone to go watch some porn videos, okay? All right? Do we have a deal? <laughs> All right, thanks a lot. I want to say thank you so much for stopping by to listen to this podcast. The podcast was actually made on the 10th of January, the year of our Lord's 20. 21. My name is Mr. K, but folks call me the Cool K. I can assure you, the Lord willing, there will always be a podcast, a fresh one here for you on Chit Chat News Update on Mr. K24 Radio. Mr. K, by the way, Mr. K24 Radio, MR for Mr. KAY for K, 24 for 24, and of course, radio. That's Mr. K24 Radio. That's the magic number, baby. I gotta go, I gotta go. I'm out of time. I'm out of here. But I'll see you 
in the next podcast. Bye. <laughs> It's all good. Mr. K24 Radio. Oh, yeah.